hit me. Don't hit me. So a teacher, a teacher was fired for uh, refusing to recognize a transgender student. We'll cover that. A woman was fired for wearing a hijab. I think that's how you say it. Is anybody still working? <laughs> fair or not fair? We'll oh, discuss we it. cover people getting fired today. So if you've been fired, 454-1366. And Miss America joins the Boy Scouts on path to relevancy. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Roger Lee. Thanks for joining us. Happy Friday to you this lovely Friday afternoon. I think we have storms coming in tomorrow evening. But uh, this evening and tomorrow during the day should be fairly nice. Thank you for the weather update. Scott's going out of town, so I'll be over his house. <laughs> That's true. I'll be over his house firing That's up true. his grill as soon as his car is out of sight. So if you want to join me, just come on down. All right, we're up and running. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers coming up at 4 o'clock. The threat to lemonade stands all across the country. We'll cover that and give you an update on Democrats' plan in Fairfax County to have a discussion on race. How would that have scarred us if we had a threat to our lemonade stand when we were kids? It's what just what would done. There may not that's, be. That's crazy. There may not be a bigger example of liberalism than that, than a lemonade stand threatened by government. That is, is the epitome ridiculous. of it. Of course it is. So is everything on the left. Nice to be the EPA coming in doing samples I mean, of the about, lemonade. Think about that. <laughs> that's true. But think about it. what train of thought, what political party would take six only year olds? One. There's only one. Take him into custody. Take him into custody and say, I'm sorry, you can't you can't serve lemonade. Are you insane? Ms. Jones will bring your child. Where's your license? Before they're eight. All right, that's coming up at four. At five o'clock, election is Tuesday. We've got some interviews and we'll give you a full update on that yeah. all dead ahead in this edition of the Lee Brothers on this Friday afternoon. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six or Patriots at the I miss I miss uh the uh the traditions of America. I remember um, the Boy Scouts, how great it was to have the Boy Scouts. I remember when you used to be able to just, I don't know, watch the Miss America pageant without people going, ah! And now all things have changed. So you can no longer well, have the Boy have, Scouts. And- in some ways, you know, Boy Scouts would go on a camping trip. And what would they do? They'd lay in their tents at night and talk about the girls. Now... The girls are there. Yeah, well, then that's... So, then that's what, I guess some of the Boy Scouts are probably grinning like a wild Cheshire cat. And uh, who knows? I don't know. You know, this this thing's going crazy. You can't... A young man cannot join the Girl Scouts. No, Girl Not Scouts gonna are happen. They were strong enough to stand firm and say no. Right, and the Boy Scouts capitulated. The Boy Scouts and now like, Miss America pageant oh yeah. has capitulated. Miss America... Capitulated. Is, is, it Gretchen, is that your new big word for the week? Gretchen Carlson used to be the... Um, used to be at Fox News. Uh, she sued Fox News for sexual harassment. And obviously, now she's the chairman, not chairwoman, because that word doesn't exist. Chairman is a generic term of the Miss Careful. America organization. She's the chairman. Here, sued. Here's what she said. So we are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. Okay, why? What was wrong with the pageant? Was there something wrong with it? All these years, Miss America has been a pageant. Now it's a... It's a competition. It's not a pageant. We are a competition. Oh. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That seems mighty big of you. How nice of you. But that's you know, what Miss America is. The first change was when they made them all wear the same swimsuit. They did? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they did. The well, same, I don't the watch same it, size? So I don't know, but not or the, the same, same size. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. That would have been an interesting change not of a job. name. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. 
There's Gretchen. The fact that you've banged your head a couple times a day is really showing right now. That's huge. That's huge. And that means that we will no longer have a swimsuit competition. And that is official as of September 9th when we have our competition in Atlantic City. We'll also be revamping our evening gown um, competition phase as well. And so we're no longer judging women when they come out in their... See, judging is the worst thing ever. You can't judge anyone. If you're going to judge them in an evening gown, why not judge them in a swimsuit? Right. Well, or a pair of blue jeans for that matter. They're revamping. I don't care. They're, they're Judge them in sweatpants. Well, it, well that's cool what they're that. going with. I don't care. That's where they're going. I mean, now it doesn't matter what you look like. In fact, why even have someone come to stage? You can call in. How smart are you? I'm extremely smart. Well, they can let attire, their evening wear, whatever they choose to do. It's going to be what comes out of their mouth mm. that we're interested in when they talk about their social impact initiative. And that's what Miss America was founded on. Social what? impact initiative. What comes out Most of Most of them mouth. don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tracy's no. going to slap me over here. <laughs> Not, no, she won't. She's, is she close? I to know you know what it means. Of course. But I have no idea. Look, Miss America... Was was founded on the swimsuit. That's what it was about. It used to be about the swimsuit tradition. In fact, they went on to talk about this even further. We you, want to be open, transparent, inclusive. Open, transparent, inclusive. Is that and what you inclusive. think of? Here's the problem with half of this stuff. Is this Mrs. Miss America pageant? It's none of those things. It wasn't designed to be any of those things. And now everything has to be. And by the way, was it really all those things? Is it really? We want to be open, transparent. Was it not open and transparent? Was Miss America closed behind closed doors? You of didn't course know it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was? I, I thought it, it was. was transparent. They walked on stage in bikinis. That's pretty transparent. You don't think it was ever rigged? It, come oh, on I don't now. know about that. Come on now. Is it that what she's talking about here? Once. You think Gretchen's talking about it being rigged? I don't think so. Here's William a, Shatner used to host it, right? True. We want to be open, transparent, inclusive to women who may not have felt comfortable participating in our program before. But look, we have always had talent and scholarship, and we need to message that part of the program better as well. Then change the name. Now we're adding in this new caveat that we're not going to judge you on your outward appearance because we're interested in what makes you you. Okay, so in, in theory, that sounds great. I mean, honestly, that's the way we should live our lives. We don't judge people by the way they look. You judge them by their character and what comes right. out of their mouth. Except Miss America what were isn't you about that. During the break, you were saying we should call it boats and what? I didn't say that. Oh, and I don't I appreciate the, the attempt to get an argument between the two of us and we're having a very serious conversation well, about Miss America. I'm going to spill drink no, on that's, your keyboard that's in not, a minute. You that's think not helpful. You, that's not helpful. It'll be all there. You know, we're related to Shatner. You know that, don't you? To William Shatner? Yeah. No, we're, we have yes, nothing we to do with him. We're nothing. related to him. You, it's, a, okay. That's only because you like Captain Kirk. Or is it not? I like Captain Kirk. He's a relative. I love the guy. All right, four five four. Truly great American. What is is this impact your view of? I mean, if you change Miss America, don't you change pretty much the the pa- I mean, you're changing it. It's no longer anything like it used to be. What would the rules be? They they continued to discuss it here. We are now open, inclusive, and transparent. And I want to inspire thousands of young people across this country to come and be a part of our program. So now it's a thousand? You can't have I mean, how many now can you have? It's one per state. A thousand? So if everybody wants to be Miss America, they don't even have any rules at all anymore? Are they subdividing the states? Is it going to be a county contest? (laughs) That's right. And we want to celebrate your accomplishments and your talents, and then we want to hand you scholarships. You know, we've heard oh, from wow. a lot of young women who say, we'd love to be a part of your program, but we don't want to be out there in high heels and a swimsuit. 
So guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. I, I, guess what? Don't join Miss America. Most Miss America people who are in the pageant join for a reason. Next thing that happens is going to be men in high heels and swimsuits because that's the way the country is going. Yeah, good point. All inclusive. Right, men, women, doesn't matter. Your phone call is next on this, 454-1366. And we get to hear from Miss America former winners on this and what their take is on it. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Word. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 1366 I, don't know, I guess I'm nostalgic, old-fashioned. I kind of like Miss America as it was. I like. I mean, not that I ever watched it. I never watched when. it. I never saw it. I never Me took either, time. But you know what we used to do? We used to play the clips of their question and answer period because to us that was just a riot. Yes, I mean, we it, did. It was hilarious. And now a lot of fun with that. Now they're changing Miss America because they want more of the question and answer time frame. So guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. You're welcome. Please come join us. We think that this is going to be, we're going to have a huge influx, not only of companies who want to be interested in sponsoring us now, but also of young women who want to be a part. Who doesn't want to be empowered, learn leadership skills, and pay for college, hmm. and be able to show the world who you are as a person from the inside of your soul? Interesting. Inside of your soul. I inside bet you the liberal puke society of America sponsors them. What, what's inside these women's souls? What, do you, just as a reminder, here's some of the questions that are asked at these ridiculous Miss America pageants and their answers. How do we narrow the gap between the rich and the poor? Good question. Uh, I think that the rich need to... Get up off some of that cash. She, she got stuck. <laughs> Hang on, she's not done. I think that the rich need to be able to be giving and I think the poor need to work hard and I think the middle class need to come together and find an in between thank you the poor needs yeah, to be receiving the rich need to be giving the poor need to be receiving I'll tell you what we need to get rid of the swimsuit and have more of this absolutely and then you'll see ratings skyrocket do you think political correctness is hurting or helping this country and why that's a very good question I can't answer it I think that good. it's a balance of both um, we definitely need. Listen, uh, just I'm here. sorry. May you please repeat the question once more? <laughs> <laughs> what I would do to improve race relations in the U.S. is get more races grouped together. <laughs> get more races grouped together. If you're together. racist, we have okay. a <laughs> we have a special event for you this weekend. No, no. Doesn't matter which way you lean. Gretchen, We're all going to be there. Gretchen Carlson, the, the chairman of Miss America, <laughs> say, no, no, we want more of this. Please. Yeah, give, let's get give, more racist yeah. groups together and let them beat each other. Let, let's hear how bright these women out. are. Let, let's listen to more of that. That's hilarious. And be able to be with each other in a, in a non... Hmm? Yes. Let me see. Let me see here. Thinking. I apologize. I think what we need to do is bring... Are you embarrassed with this girl? Yeah. I think we need to get together and bring to donuts. We each other, and we need to bring people together. That's what I think we need to do. With donuts. Women's roles in the U.S. have changed dramatically since the 1960s. Uh, what changes would you like to see next? Here we go. Listen to this one. Well, I'd like to see changes as far as women also, well, like President Clinton is doing, he's getting... <laughs> Oh, yeah, President Clinton is doing. He's building podiums with, this, oh my with the gosh. bench seat in it. 
All right, so there is. That's not funny. I think that it's accurate. Yeah. Affirmative no. action is is important in in your career, and I think that they they work together. Um, I believe that if you if you stand strong on what you believe, that you should you should use that in all aspects of your life, including your career. Hmm. I know that I do. Thank you. That's an affirmative action Hi. question. Should unwed teenage mothers be allowed to collect welfare? Why or why not? I don't believe that unwed teenage mothers should be allowed to collect welfare. Um, we have such a big problem in today's society that. Um, you should give them all a map. <laughs> <laughs> is the media's need for controversy bad for sports? Can you explain what you mean as controversy in particular sport? I could just read the question. Okay, is, the thank you. is the media's need for controversy bad for sports? This is Miss America. Well, I think um, there is a lot of controversy in sports as being role models, and I think what? holding them to the higher standard that they are. That I think the media shouldn't completely. Uh, can you yeah. repeat the question, please? So we've done a good thing. Miss America is now going to have more of that. More of the Q&A, more of the... You know, think of this. They can cut little excerpts out and do a comedy show with it. I mean, because... Yeah. And because some of it's... Hilarious. Hilarious. Good thing or bad thing? Miss America pageant has changed. No more swimsuit. Look, I get the idea, and I understand that, you know, it's probably um, a lot of women might find girls parading about in swimsuits offensive or threatening. I'm, I'm sure that, that some do. But it must be a reminder that these Miss America girls, they want to be in that environment. They want to be Miss America based upon their looks, the way they look in a swimsuit. They work very hard for that. Although some Miss America former winners spoke out. Miss America 2014 said, Today, Miss America organization moves in an era where we focus on inclusivity and empowerment. Not not sure how that... Really? Yeah, I... Was it not inclusive before? How is it now more inclusive than it was before? Because anybody could sign up to be a Miss America, couldn't they? Not or is man. it? But I think what's coming down the road, just like the young lady joined the Boy Scouts, you're going to have some young men wanting to get into Miss America pageant or contest, whatever, because it's not fair. It's that a it's, contest. It's not inclusive. They identify as a woman. It's not inclusive enough. It's not inclusive. It's not inclusive. So in other words, get rid of all the rules that Miss America's had in place for all those centuries because right. those are outdated. Just now, call it. Just call it. Yeah, call uh, it. America person. Call it America's America women competition. Woman. You can't call Miss America anymore. You completely ruined it. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. It's almost like this ch- this song even feels different now that Miss America's changed. I don't know, everything's changing that we used to hold dear and love, and it's, and now this. It all started with the Boy Scouts. J. Crew sold out of a t-shirt for boys. It said on it, I'm a feminist too. I hope they only had a dozen of them. Well, that would be, that'd be fine because I'm sure there's a, what mother buys their son, their boy, a shirt that says I'm a feminist too? What mom wants their son beat up at school? This is how bullying started. Ma'am, if you're not homeschooling, get the shirt off the kid. You are. He's going to come home, <laughs> he's going to come home looking like a raccoon exactly. with black eyes. That is unbelievable. I'm a feminist, too. What does that even mean? First of all, what's it mean? I'm not quite sh- 
How can a how about a can a boy be We're a fem- all feminist at some level, Scott? Is that how it works? Is yeah. that how much things have changed? Do you like my jewelry? That we're <laughs> that we're all feminists now. That's a, this is disgusting that 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 the mother would buy that for their son. What mother wants their son to be like that? Don't you want? Don't women want men anymore? Is there any mothers that want to raise their men. boys to be like the Libra? You know, God fearing men that are. I'm a man. I mean, you can change his voice too and make him wear you know feminine clothes. I mean, who? What happened? What happened to our culture, our country? J. Crew sells out of a T-shirt for boys that says I'm a feminist too. Our culture. Every male has a little feminine side to him. I, I remember sure that do. that dog came over to your house and you went up talking to him like you were Paul Bunyan until he started chasing you. You're squealing like, like a, a little girl. girl. That, that was when I was. I know. I didn't even week. know you could run that fast. That was this last week. I've changed since then. All right, so check funny. us out. Eight twenty the answer dot com. Eight twenty the answer dot com. <laughs> Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. The language of losers you will find there. Language of losers, a magical birth canal. What's that about? And a black card. What is the black card? 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. All right, coming up. Fun. You can be fired for wearing a hijab. We'll talk about that. Your phone calls next. 454 We have ours on and nobody's fired us yet. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left sometimes, his far far left left is Richard Lee. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. Employers allowed to fire you for anything. They should be able to. For anything. They should be able to. There is a law in the land, the Civil Rights Act, says you can't fire somebody because of their race, their color, national origins, or religion. You shouldn't be able to fire for that. I agree with that. But a practicing, I meant anything that was. What would be your reaction practical. if you were fired because of whatever reason? I think we've come to a point in our country where there is a lawsuit around the corner for everything. Everything. I agree. This Muslim woman who's suing her employer in Hanover, Hanover Care, a care Facility, is, su- is apparently asked this woman to remove her hijab. Is it hijab? What is it? It's hijab, Hijab. Right? Hijab. I think it's hijab. I don't know what it is. What is it, Asher? Oh, he doesn't know either. I don't. Maybe I, he does. I, I have no idea. Okay, I good. I'm no lost. Idea. Thanks for your help. Okay. Okay. I, I want to go with hijab. I'm going to put my... my I'm going to go with hijab. Okay. okay. And also uh, pal height. By the way, oh, yes, no, Powhite. Powhite. Okay, it's Powhite. <laughs> Thanks for We're having a contest moving on us that. on to something that's totally off topic. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I've thank learned you. from Richard. I've, I've, been, right, I've been trying to learn from no, him. That's true. He's, the, he's, he's my he's sensei. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Sensei uh, means master. Is it is it right for uh, the Hanover Care Facility to say, look, um, it's in the way. What you're wearing could cause a problem. And uh, they asked her to remove it. She refused on religious grounds. And so how far do we take this in our country? What if someone shows up wearing a nun's outfit? Right. And Well, what if their Did uniform say, is something uh, else? What if the uniform requires them to wear a uniform and they show up in the nun outfit? Then what do you do? Exactly. Exactly. That, exactly. That, is that because they're mean and despicable human beings? Here's what's going on in this particular case. The Hanover Health owned by Roanoke-based Medical Facilities of America 
asked her to remove her hijab and she immediately went and got a lawyer because that's what we do. Now we're going to sue. She's going to sue because uh, she wants compensation for back pay, punitive damages, and legal fees, which would be multiple, multiple millions of dollars. Back pay? What did she do? Walk off the job? I, I, she's, yeah. They said, hey, you got to find a solution to this, this hijab thing. So her lawyer from the Council of American Islamic Relations, Mohammed Mohammed. Mohammed Mohammed? Said, quote, uh, Ahmed Mohammed. Oh, Ahmed Mohammed. Ahmed okay. Mohammed. Just kidding. And some, sometimes their name is Mohammed Mohammed. This one's Ahmed Mohammed, uh, a lawyer for, for uh, care. Said, quote, no employer should force any female to remove any article of clothing, especially religious clothing. Ever? What if it's a, a job that requires a uniform? How far do we take this? 454-1366, 454-1366. What do we do with this scenario? Is it, in fact, now Hanover Health going to be sued for this when they are just trying to protect her and their clients and that type of thing? Mohammed went on to say, I think the individuals at this healthcare are becoming emboldened to some degree to act on some of their prejudices they are holding. So it was all about them being a, a racist They're or hating. They're all hated. prejudiced. That's yeah. why. This has got to stop. Hey, you want to have some fun today? Why? What do you want to do? Let's make her take that. Yeah, exactly. As if that, that happened. Sounds that like way. a ball. Let's it's do unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. The, the fires of this kind of hate are stoked by people like Ahmed Mohammed. Um, Ahmed Mohammed. It's you a know, paycheck. It's could, a paycheck. Could it possibly be that it's really a legitimate concern that Hanover Health has, or do you really think Hanover Health is full of bigoted, racist people that? Probably the latter. What in the world was that? That was you kicking the microphone or something. I didn't kick anything. I might kick you, but I didn't kick anything else. So a practicing Muslim is now finding that it is uh, that there might be a lawsuit here to head by this. And, of course, we all know that Hanover Health it's is just full of a bunch of racists. And this is, this is unbelievable. Now you might say, yes, she deserves to sue because you can't force her to take it off. It's a religious symbol. Well, how far do you take it? To your point, Richard, if they show up in a in a full Catholic nun uniform, is or that just like a Catholic priest? There's got to be some sort yeah, of. You're not a Catholic th- priest. The employer so? should. The employer should be able to make decisions based upon uniforms without being called racist, you know, whatever it might be. Or how about this one? The CrossFit is a company fired. One of their employees, because they considered the LGBT Pride Month a sin. He said so. He said it was a sin, therefore the company fired him. Is that okay? So he can't have his religious beliefs. No. Without getting fired. And by the way, he's not suing anyone, best I can tell. He doesn't run and get a lawyer from CARE, cancel on American Islamic Relations or whoever, to sue. So... He thinks that the lesbian gay lifestyle and pride itself is a sin, quoting from him, and the company fires him. And he's not entitled to that belief. You can't have that belief. I mean, there's beliefs you can have. And they're, they're only the, the tolerant CEO ones. Said? The CEO said, yeah, just shut the, uh, yeah. Shut up. the yeah. blanket to yeah. blank up. It's a nice CEO. And go hide for a while. Yeah. Uh, CrossFit, Until remind me, remind me to, to, uh. Avoid CrossFit when I when I can. I don't know who these people are. They're some kind of... Take a hammer to your CrossFit. They're a fitness movement company. Let's see how durable they are. Now, is that fair? Should the guy sue there? 
Can you not call sin a sin anymore? Of course not. not this is, Scott and Richard, this is America. You can't have people using Only the word sin. in America. How about this? Brownsburg teacher says transgender name policy goes against his religious beliefs, so they fired him. Well, they, they gave him the permission to call people by their last name because students were saying, I identify, a young man would say, I identify as a young female. So instead of calling me Rick, I want you to call me Rochelle or whatever. And he said, I'm not going to call you the new name you have chosen for yourself. And he, he reached an agreement with that school board that he could call them all by their last name. And then he had, didn't have to worry about his religious beliefs or anything else. And they could identify as a kangaroo if they wanted to. Now they the, come up and Mr. they said, kangaroo, is it they said, Mrs. Kangaroo? I think it was Mr. Kangaroo. But anyway, <laughs> he came up with saying next year, you're not going to be able to call them by the last name. You're going to have to call them by the name. And what the school is doing too, if a young lady decides she identifies as a young man, they put it in the school system in the computer under the young man name she so chooses. What happened, Arkel? And they're telling him he's got to use that name. So he gave them a letter saying in three days, I may resign, but hold this letter out until I make a decision. So they immediately Well, they threatened him. to fire him. Yeah, and that's and then, why he, and that, no, they did. Always, they threatened to fire him, so he sent in the resignation letter, and then they fired him. But the resignation letter said, hold this letter for three days. Right. I want to stay at this school if sure. we can work this out. But they yeah. didn't. That very afternoon, well, they said, adios, big fella. Obviously, the teacher's not tolerant. And the worst crime in America He's a non -tolerant guy. is being a man who has religious beliefs. Now, the Muslim can sue and get applauded. So far, the guy that called a lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans month a sin, he's gone. The guy over in Indianapolis at Brownsburg High School who says, hey, I— I, I don't, I'm not compelled to follow your transgender policy. Fired. Gone. Gone. Adios. It's interesting. Hmm. Any back, uh, any, uh, it's just kind of strange, right? So where are we in this whole thing? Is it, is it right and true and good? Where are we on religious beliefs now that we have the baker who can refuse a cake? Well, that went over like... A Putin a spacesuit, didn't it? I mean, that didn't go over very well with the community there. But, uh, hey, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that he can, in fact, refuse. So can an employer refuse now on any religious grounds? No, they're not ruled on that, but they uh, are looking in, into that probably in the next case. What happens to the, the folks that had a company up in New York State that got sent off to a rehab center? Yeah, there's, there's a, a re-education re re camp. camp in New York what State. What happens to them? Their business closed because of the craziness uh -huh. of them refusing to do a cake for a gay couple. Yeah, well, they got re-indoctrinated. You can't do that in America. You know, the biggest crime in America is proselytizing, calling sin, sin, and having truth as, as not relative but real. These are the crimes in America. And you can fire a man for thinking that the transgender lifestyle is, is not healthy. You can fire a man for calling sin, sin, but you can't fire somebody who wears a hijab. Nope. You can't do that. So there's must be some sort of double standard we're missing here. Maybe you can help us. 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. The Answer. 
spent Wednesday evening at the uh, graduation ceremonies for a high school here in no, you and, Yes, I did. You My did son not. graduated from high school. You watched it on TV. No, I was there. Or you were there. I was there for ever. That's what you did. It took forever to count down 480 students and give them the diploma. Good grief. I know. It was, it was such a huge, huge school. Anyway, I was thinking about uh, public education as I sat there in, in the VCU uh, Coliseum watching all these kids get their degree. And the, and the teachers and the stories about the teachers and things are, it's just unbelievable what is taught in our public schools that most parents don't even know. Um, the teachers are radically left, most oh, yeah. of them. And it is, uh, it, it's frightening when you begin to see how that's impacting so many of these kids. I mean, 480 kids in a public school that are listening to the dribble that is the activist, intolerant left. And the conservative teachers are the ones who actually teach and not indoctrinate. The left indoctrinates. Homeschooling has a surge going on right now. It's unbelievable. Parents are turning just to homeschooling. National Center for Education Statistics shows the number of homeschool students in the U.S. doubled from 850,000 to 1.8 million in wow. 2012. The number has risen to an estimated 2.3 million now. But think about what's happening. And that's just in your neighborhood. Right. This is homeschooling. That's incredible. Parents are... But you know, those homeschool kids, you, you meet them. They're brilliant. They're smart. They're very nice, very... You know, they're very well-mannered and they're so polite. They're not sheltered like so many. Oh, just shelter your kids. Let me tell you something. As parents, I'm just unwilling to, to tolerate schools undermining the values that you teach at home. That's what parents are saying. The alternative gender theory that's being forced down, the rainbow uh, group's agenda with the LGBT agenda in the schools. This is not about math and science anymore. It's about a political agenda in these public schools. Obama administration started it. The safe school czar for Obama was an LGBT activist, Kevin Jennings. That was during the Obama administration. Yeah, the Obama administration made it possible for someone to use whatever restroom they identified with. That's right. On that particular day, uh, Trump has reversed that now. Right. Well, that's just insane to choose anyone you want. Home, that's, that's not surprising to me that parents are choosing homeschooling. It's not surprising to me that parents are looking at safety in the schools and going, this is insane. If I send my kid to that public school, they go behind locked doors. I can't get to them. Right. They lock them down there. As a parent, right. you lift your kid off at a public school. It is done. Forget getting your kid back unless the government sees fit for you to go get them. Like, Do you my, know bullying uh, has increased and criminal activity has increased because Obama administration said well, they'll withhold funding from schools. Did you say it, Bowling. Bowling? Bo bully, like, bullying. Like, oh, bullying. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I and bowling. bowling. By the way, both those. Bowling and bullying both have increased dramatically in schools. You know They're why? putting in alleys everywhere. Because Obama put it in place that if you report certain levels of discipline in your school, you get cut. You get, cut. Funding's you get cut. your funding cut. So now the schools are going into this hide mode. He put that in first year he was in office. It's just, it's, it's crazy. You know, you know, kids bring weapons to school. Zero tolerance policy. They're supposed to kick that kid out, have him charged criminally, lock him up. They don't do it. They don't do it because they're going to lose a big chunk of funding when they lose that well, student. Some of it is is ridiculous anyway. Some of it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be kicked yeah, out. Yeah, but if a kid comes to school with a if weapon, he's a threat. He he's should, a threat. If he's with a, threat. a weapon, if he's he a should threat. be. The rule Define is no a weapon. weapon. Define it. Define what a weapon is. A knife. It's sitting in his car, and he's a threat. No, it's in his pocket. Walking out of school? Oh, well, that's a problem. 
Yeah, that's a that. problem. Don't question me. You know, no, I'm right. I don't question I'll poke you. you in the eye. Well, you're too far I'll away. Reach across that desk and I'll. No, I, I'm quick. You know, so, I've done it before. So homeschooling is exploding, and this weekend, speaking after about two weeks after I did that to you too. This weekend is the homeschooling convention here in Richmond. June 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's a 35th annual Virginia homeschooling convention, and Are it's loaded. No, no, I'm not going to be able to go to that. Well, I, son, I, actually, we're not homeschooling anymore. We're not homeschooling anymore. That was a long time ago. I've, I've got three graduates now that are in college, and I've got one who is in private school. So My I'm, youngest I'm done son doing school went on lockdown three times this year. That is Full crazy. Bore, and you were you were not access to them. There's no way you could go. No, get them. you can't go get that, them. That's insane. There's something. There's no not way right you can go that. get them. You can't get near that school when it goes on lockdown like that, and they surround it with police cars. You can't get near that school. Now, is that fair and right? But talk about parents being. Yes, please. What's going on up there? I can't tell you. I could tell you, but I'd have to shoot you. Yeah, that's. That, I mean, they they, they, just they won't tell you. So you know what? Don't Something's be shocked. Something's going on. Go away. You know what's going on? As parents have had it. Parents they're, are getting fed up. They're and, getting and, fed up. Show me private schools. They're willing to pay for their kid to go to a private school now, and homeschooling is on an explosion rate. And that is very good. Trust me, it is very yeah, good for the so. cause of freedom and liberty. And here's the thing. If you're thinking about homeschooling, don't worry about having to sit at home and find textbooks and go through all that. Look into it. Research well, it. Well, Google, go this weekend. Google it. Go, go this, this weekend, weekend to, this, to this convention and check it out. But it's, it's a program that runs... You know, it's a DVD. It's everything you go online. Everything you need is there. And those kids literally don't learn let, so much more. Don't let bureaucrats tell you that you have to professionally train teachers. I've seen professionally trained teachers. You don't want them near your kids. You want, you, you're able, some of Not them, even one. Some, maybe one. One of maybe a hundred. I don't know. I'm, I'm just telling you right now that you can teach your kid. Like don't worry hours. about it. Check us. Check out the convention this weekend. 35th Annual Virginia Homeschooling Convention loaded June 7th, 8th, and 9th, Greater Richmond Convention Center. Go have a visit, shall Might you? Might be four out of them. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy serving. Just love that. I can listen to that all day. In fact, we just might. Next hour is country music. <laughs> All right, coming up, you want to hear this, uh, the, 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 the attack on lemonade stands. It's just preposterous. And it is, there's probably not a better example of leftist liberalism creeping into our lives at every angle. We'll cover that next. Check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Takes You to Our page. Language of Losers. What is that all about? You'll find it there. Language of Losers. What is the magic of the birth canal? A phenomenal pro-life video. You'll love it there. And the black card, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly there. And your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Awesome. 
I, you're just phenomenal. Unbelievable. I, I, I think so. Well, let's not take it that far. Hey, uh, Democrats plan a discussion on race. Good. They need one. Regulations. Regulations on horses, thanks to Senator Mark Warner. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, just to regulate horses. And the threat of America, a lemonade stand. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's lovely. Kind of toasty out there Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to you. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. We're going to have some storms tomorrow night and Sunday. But other That's than it. that, it's going to be very nice weather. Scott's out of town. I'll be... Raiding his icebox, cooking on his grill, enjoying his patio always, furniture. Whatever. So just Four, come on over and we'll sling some beef together. <laughs> Burn it. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. Coming up at 5 o'clock. Election is Tuesday. We have all the stats that you need to make a decision. And we'll oh. tell you how to vote. Well, we do usually. And it's probably a good thing. If you would just trust us for the cause of freedom and liberty, I promise you your vote will expand just that. I mean, you don't want the fake promise of utopia doesn't exist, do you? And look at the bright side. If it doesn't work out, hey, hey you can change your vote right. next time. Exactly. Exactly. That's at 5 o'clock. But first, Richard, I know you didn't know this, but I got a speeding ticket this week. I thought that shocked you, as the, sh- the, sh- the just the idea that I would get a speeding By the way, I think this I notified a, the police you were back this on was the a, roadways, and they were like, this was not tr- this was not fair. Let's put out a drag net. It's on eighty one. It's on eighty five. I'm going on eighty five south to Raleigh last weekend on a on eight hundred miles an hour. No, I, it was in a sixty mile an hour zone. But I knew it was sixty five, like half a mile up there. And I knew I thought I was in a sixty five. I was going seventy one. Well, f- about five or six miles up at seventy, isn't it? And even further, exactly. So you could have been going eighty one and in the mess. I got a ticket in the sixty five mile an hour speed zone. For something I did a half a mile back, going 71 and a 60. Well, see, the speed limit was 60. You were going 71. That's just wrong. I tried to argue with the police officer. Bully, bully, bully. But you know know what? Here's something else I noticed. The state trooper, he was all tatted up. I didn't think he could have tattoos. There was a time when there were no tattoos, no facial hair. He He had a facial hair. He was all tatted up. I'm like, dude, you just come from a gang? He didn't like that. So he went back and he went back and uh, I gave him my conceal and carry license and my license because I was in fact carrying at that point. And uh, he didn't say a thing about my conceal and carry license. I asked him for leniency not to give me a ticket because essentially this is, a, is ridiculous. I'm in a 65 mile an hour zone now. I, I was going 71. Come on. I'm not a threat. I was in the right lane. I wasn't passing anyone. I've got my daughter with at, um, There's nothing wrong with what I'm doing here. He Go find a criminal. Go. By the way, there's no one who could help me with this ticket. 454-1366. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's just not even right. Any judges out there want to talk to Scott Lee personally? It's I'll not give you fair. His phone I just think that was, you know, look, I've been caught for speeding before. Oh, boy, has he ever. And I recognize when I'm speeding. Wallpaper the wall. But this just wasn't this right. This just wasn't right. It's not fair. It's not just. It's not. I, at this particular point on this ticket, I just don't think I was treated fairly. Have they scheduled your DMV interview yet? I'm just curious. My interview? What do you mean? When they call you in and say, look, you drive like Mary a moron. Andretti. No, I don't. You can't continue That's the whole point. To do I that, simply don't. Or we're going to take your driver's license. Okay, the difference between you and me year. on this is that you actually don't go the speed limit. I go a little bit above the speed limit. That's really the difference. And I go the under the speed limit. Yes, you is do. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying. You do. That's the, I'm, not, I'm not just saying it. It's true. You go below the speed limit. I go above it. Most people, when ride with either one of us, if they want a nice Sunday drive and get there safely, they'll ride with you. If they want a 
thrill-seeking ride, like something at Bush Gardens, they'll ride with you. No, it's not that bad. You still give helmets out, or do you stop? No, doing I stopped that? doing that because yeah, they wouldn't get in the so. car when they saw the helmets sitting there. Exactly. Like, what's this for? And I'm like, I can't tell you. Get in the car and put it on. No, I don't do that anymore. That exactly. was when I was young. That's when I was just getting my license, and you were much older than me. Now he's an old codger. Don't you agree with that, though? Don't you think I was abused, made fun of, and mocked and puned and got a ticket for no reason? Don't you think so? You don't do. You? I think he shouldn't have. He should not have given you a ticket. But this was Memorial Day weekend, right? No, it was last weekend. Okay. Judy, you're on with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. How are you? I am doing well. Awesome. Um, I am from out of town, but I have opportunity to come to Richmond on a number of occasions. Yes. And so on Friday, I make sure I tune in. Well, <laughs> thank you. What. That's wonderful. Are you, thank are you, you so much. Wait, is that a true story? Are you serious? You drive in town and you just to listen to Lee Brothers? That's pretty nice. And visit. <laughs> so she's awesome. so she's the listener. That's great. That's phenomenal. Very yeah, funny. I am. When I'm here on Fridays, I, I I like to tune you in. I like the banter between the brothers. Well, thank you. And I like your different topics, and it's just a lot of fun to listen to you guys. Thank you so much. I just you're welcome. You're we welcome. love phone calls like this, Judy. In fact, we screen out the bad <laughs> ones and only take calls like this so that say nice things about us. So thank you so much. <laughs> Wonderful. You're welcome. Appreciate the call. Thank you. And Richard, I, Richard, I wanted you to know that I was praying for you while you oh. were uh, recuperating. Mm. Thank and you I so much. So yeah, thank glad. you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I am truly so blessed welcome. to be here today. I truly am. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was from prayers like yours, the reason I'm sitting here. Yep. Thank you so much. Judy, God thank you. So Judy. welcome. Thank you so much. Four five four four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six and I may say, Richard, you look phenomenal. You're a very good looking man. You look I look strapping. marvelous. You, you you look good. Truly, you, know, you don't sound very good, but you look phenomenal. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you so you much. sound I feel good. good. You look. You I do. You, well, I can tell. I can tell. And when you're when you're uh, mocking me and impugning, you're really on your game, and I appreciate it. There's nothing else like, like it. Like it very much. I haven't been in the hospital at all a month yet. That's incredible. Of course, Tracy of course, did it's point out that today's the 8th. Yeah, but nevertheless. <laughs> the month said, is young. No, it's only the 8th. That's true. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, you have so been, much for you have been, that out for me. In fact, you've been in the hospital. Every what? month this year. It's unbelievable. I've been in the hospital more than you've I've been, been out. In fact, you've been in a hospital from a time frame year. probably half the year already you've been in the hospital yeah half of half, half of the year right half of what's past sure. i have been exactly and that wasn't from my driving no in fact you still are a phenomenal i still driver. have nightmares about your driving you still are a phenomenal driver even when you get out of the hospital that's what's interesting to me tom you're on 820 wntw with the lee brothers welcome first to the program first time caller oh thanks tom great tom well, you might say thanks after you hear what I have to say. Look, I, like I said, first-time listener, I've been listening to the advertising, so I decided to turn in, and I hear you complaining about a speeding ticket. Like, you was in a 60, but you turned into a 65 at 71 miles an hour. Right. I thought I was on Liberals or Us. I don't understand. All right, well, let me explain. My, I have a uh, distinct and uncontrollable... Uh, dislike for the uh, speed limits. I think they're uh, I think they're arbitrary. I think they're set on purpose, and they just frustrate me. Yes, I bring. Yes, I am a. I lo- I think the speed limits are are terrible. And I'm Tom. 
guilty as charged, okay? Soon he'll be going for his interview process with the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> so continue to grace our roadways. We'll see. But, you know, it's well, interesting I, because I, it does I bring agree up. I with you about the speed limits, but it is what it is, so we have to do it. And I, I agree. Just, just don't look for your safe place. I, I, thank you, Tom. Thank you, thank Tom, you Tom. Tom. That is, uh, please hang up on him. Now, listen, I, I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, look, you're right. I mean, I get this all the time. You don't think people, have, even in my family, give me an earful on this? Yes, I mean, I... Well, you're... you're, you're kind of, they just lost him. Stop sharing, they'll stop saying something. We lost you there for a second, Tom. I was saying that my family does the same thing to me. They, they get on me about all this stuff, but my thing is, when they stop getting on me, they stop sharing, so carry on. There you go. There you so go. That's a good way to look at it. That's a healthy way to look at it. I'm unhealthy, Have so I don't, I, don't, I don't look uh, at it that too, way at Tom. all. Actually. Thanks for the call. That's actually very annoying. I don't. I'm, that's a healthy way of looking at. It. Tom seems like a healthy human being with and a great a truly mind. Truly great American. You know, and and me on the other hand, I I just drive like a maniac. No, I, I honestly, I wish we could have a real discussion on a couple things: speed limits and traffic lights. Traffic lights are arbitrary. They're most of the time put in by a bureaucrat for no reason for one car or whatever. It's just insane. What, what so you, that without speed limits or traffic lights, you just blow through the intersection. Listen, and every man on their own. Every man, every and man for his own. You better put you, a railroad world, tie on in front in of my the car. World, in my world, you get there quicker. All right, hey, coming up next, the lemonade stand. Speaking of bureaucrats, that is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW. George, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you. I think your brother was the one that got the speed. Yeah, that's me. Is that right? Yeah, that's he's correct. the crappy Nato, driver. I'm the good one. Half way to Richmond was it? In, the, in North Carolina? Did, I was in, no, I was in Didwinny County. I'm just kidding. Well, suggestion is go to court, tell the judge, and use your best decorum. And, you know, Around use the, the country, court. kids are. I mean, wear ties, you know, uh, right. suit and all that right. stuff. Right. And, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, and all that. But act very diligently in the court to obey the judge and then tell him your story. And nine times out of ten, you may have to pay court costs, but nine times out of ten, he'll take and uh, let you. Free. The other is to go over the route that you were, where you were uh, apprehended, and see if there's any inconsistencies in the uh, the lay of the land, like the uh, sign was not right or what right. on. I could bend the sign before he goes down there. Uh, that's apprehend. <laughs> okay. I, I don't like the fact that you use the word apprehend. No. That was that was. I a, like the word, fact that you use the word apprehend. <laughs> you would. You, you said that. I just <laughs> lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> My brother was George. apprehended. What have you been up to? I don't know. My brother was apprehended, you know. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, good advice, anyway, George. Good Thank luck. you. Good luck to you. Yeah, Thanks, bye. George. Thank you, sir. 454-1366. You know what? I probably should do that, except when except, do I have time to do that? I'll, I mean, tell you, I'll tell you a good except to that. The judge is going to read your driving record before you ever walk before him. You go in all dolled up, hair all styled, nice, looking shiny good, tie, got my suit on, good, shine my shoes. I am styling and profiling huh? over here, here, all in your honor, your honor. <laughs> He's going to say, yeah, but I read your driving record, so I wouldn't care if you had on your boxer shorts. You were apprehended. You're going to jail. That's a good word, apprehended. Although it, I like that word. Yeah, I know you would. It was a hot day in Denver. Three young boys inspired to help their community by selling lemonade. But then they were apprehended. Well, that's kind of what happened here. The boys thought they had found the perfect spot to set up their lemonade stand, only to have the police descend upon them and shut them operation down. 
because someone called the cops to complain. Now, I wonder they who... They brought in the Lemonade Stand SWAT team. wonder who would complain. Drop the cops. What, what adult? Drop the lemons. Think about this. What adult drives by a Lemonade Stand and goes, I don't think they're licensed. I'm calling the police. A puke. And what policeman would show up and go, I've got to shut you down? Why wouldn't the police go, this is absurd. I'm not doing anything with this. The same person you pulled me that lives in a neighborhood with a with their little organization thing that says... Homeowners Association, Your exactly. front door's a shade too bright red. Good point. my taste. And they're minimally liberal. They're the same people they're who liberal. would shut down three little boys with a lemonade stand. There's not a better example of pure runaway liberalism Democrats than this. That's so pathetic. The, the lemonade stand stories that are everywhere about being shut down because of... It's, it's pure an example of what would happen if liberals had their way. Now, the good news is, there's actually a good news part of this. Country Time Lemonade, who actually makes lemonade, obviously, uh, came out with a commercial this week. Here's their commercial. Around the country, kids are getting busted for running lemonade stands. But this summer, things are going to be different because Country Time is introducing Legal Aid, a crack team ready to straighten out lemonade stand-related permits and fines. If you have a problem with your lemonade stand... The offices of Country Time Legal Aid are ready to take a stand for you. Tastes like justice. So, when life gives you arcane laws, make lemonade. We're here for you. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Now, that's a way. When the life gives you arcane laws, when life gives you Democrats who are bureaucrats, who want to shut down lemonade stands, Country Time says, we've got a stack of lawyers that will help you. This is actually supposed to be true. Legal aid is what they call it. Legal aid. And Country Time has done, actually, it's a great way to capitalize on what's happening. It's actually kind of impressive. I, I, I like it. I think it's very cool. It makes you like Country Time. Lemonade. Actually, want some lemonade. It, it right does, does. I was going to say the same thing. Actually, makes you want to get some lemonade. Maybe we should go buy gonna, some Country let's Time. Let's shut down and go get some. I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Chuck, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're great. How are you? I'm doing all right. So, uh, hey, your uh, discussion here about the uh, lemonade stand is very timely. I literally just walked away about two minutes ago from a lemonade stand. Did you really? Is it license? Oh, no, no kidding. No. Did you I, ask uh, to see were, their uh, permit? No. I will not tell you where <laughs> I am, though. I am somewhere in the state of Virginia because Lord knows who's listening in right now to bust up that lemonade stand. Some They'll lim- come out like revenuers with axes. What did you pay? Right. For, what did you pay for your lemonade it was uh, fifty cents, but uh, half the fifty percent of the proceeds were going to raise money for the ASPCA, and so that uh, little girl can have a little bit of money for uh, summer camp this summer. That's and, awesome, uh, isn't it? You know a- what? I I was willing to give her a, uh, a whole dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice of you to give that little criminal a whole dollar, but she was in violation <laughs> of the law. Right. She should be apprehended. You know, it's a Chuck. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Four five four thirteen sixty six. You know what's interesting is it's really great American Chuck. It, it's hard to believe that it's even a real conversation that kids can't put a lemonade stand up. 
and not becoming a criminal. There is a, like that there word? is a party. Criminal. There is a Democrat. There is a, a elected party that approves of this. Now, some people might say, "Well, I'm a Democrat. I think this is ridiculous." Well, the people you vote for don't. This isn't a Republican idea. It's not a conservative idea. It's called free markets and free people. Let the kids have a lemonade stand. They're kids. They're kids. It's not like they're opening, they're selling franchises. <laughs> That's exactly right. Of course, you know, thank goodness there's government there to protect us from us as serfs and peasants. They protect us from ourselves. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. One is language of losers. Wait till you see this. You're going to love this, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. The Magical Birth Canal, which is perfect pro-life. It's phenomenal. And the black card, what is it? 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers direction there. Coming up, Fairfax County Democrat Committee. They need to have a discussion on race. Self-proclaimed discussion on race. That is next. And your phone calls 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNDW 97.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM. Just so old-fashioned, the Federalist Papers. I mean, as far as like most... Like As far as most... <laughs> right. So as far as most people are concerned, there is no difference between the federal government and the state government. It's all just one big guy. That's what, that's what most people think now, and it's insane. We have to come back to federalism. We need a government... That is in the ideas of Jefferson. The one that's closest to you works best. We can come back to this model of federalism where the federal government's smaller, the states have more, more power, the people have more power. State's supposed to have more power. The federal government is supposed to just be limited. Very limited. Limited. It's a good word. Limited. Lee like Brothers. Lemonade stand. Limited. <laughs> my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes far left. It is Richard Lee. Not as far left <laughs> as he used to be. Remember the days of you being far left? Do you remember that? Never far left. You Never. okay? Well, maybe I was just too far right. You seemed left. You know what they say? When you get no, so far no, right, they do not say you that. You don't have to go that's much because further that's not the to spectrum. become so far left. No, no, it's not. That's not the spectrum. I wish you'd it read is. that book. I always tell you to read. Yeah, right. It's a, it's the five thousand year leap. It's phenomenal. Uh, speaking of um, leaps, the Democrat Party needs to take a leap. Fairfax County Democrat Committee. The Fairfax County Democrat. Now, there's probably not a biggest leftist group on the planet. Fairfax County Democratic Committee sent a letter out this week. Their, their um, chairman, Chairman Dan Langa, Langana, Langana, sent out a uh, sent out a, a letter to the Fairfax County Democratic Committee. Here's what it said. It's become apparent that the Fairfax County Democrat Committee has not had a substantial internal discussion on race and race attitudes. And we need one. (laughs) We need to have a conversation about race. Boy, does that sound familiar? It's just unbelievable. Eight years ago, I remember His Royal Majesty Emperor Barack said, we need to have a conversation about race. Right. Just keep my wife out of it because she's a big racist. (laughs) What does that mean? I mean, you don't have the Republican. Do the Republicans write letters when you have a conversation about race? No, we, th- this is unbelievable. But now he lays out reasons why, you know, we need to have a discussion, an eternal discussion on race. What is going on there? 
They've got some mean-spirited things going on in the Democratic Party. I mean, what's happening in Fairfax County that he sent an eternal letter to the committee entirely and said it's becoming apparent that we're a bunch of racists? No, he didn't say that, but he said an eternal discussion on race and race attitudes. Does mean-spirited surprise you at all when it, you're talking about that particular party? No, they're, they're tolerant. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, they're tolerant. Here's what he said in the letter. Tolerant of one another. He said we need to... First, as Democrats, our diversity, complexity, and differences are among as many, our many strengths. Okay. Howard, a county like the nation as a whole undergoing rapid change, these differences can quickly rise to the center of debate. So they've got a problem. Apparently, they don't like each other up there. Have they ever? Once a large community, Fairfax County, is undergoing a rapid demographic transformation into one that's increasingly multiracial. And heterogeneous. And they have a problem with this? That means that we have a greater diversity in respect and personal experience. Wow. Goes on to say in the letter to their committee, as a party, our continued success and sustainability rests on our ability to attract and retain new members. But even more importantly, this conversation is about our soul. I love how Democrats talk. It's all fluff. It touched our soul. It's all fluff. I drive a Kia soul. The stupidity. Yeah, thank you, Exactly. The Fairfax County Democratic Committee must be the kind of organization that attracts, nurtures, and sustains the diversity essential to our party's core principles and values. We must be able to build greater understanding among ourselves today in order to ensure our success in the future. This is all a bunch of... Hooey. Yeah, good word. That's a good word. Hooey. That's what I flew in Vietnam. That's a helicopter. A hooey. A helicopter, yeah. For now and going forward, I challenge us to comfort to all to confront the uncomfortable, to seek to understand, listen, and be positively allied in our fight for democratic principles and social justice. Fairfax County Democratic Committee Chair. Interesting. What is going on up there? Have they become like a bunch of racists? Write a letter. Felt like he needed to write a letter or something. Right. Are they becoming a bunch of racists or are they already a bunch of racists? Is the Democrat Party in Fairfax have a problem? She's got tremendous hatred. Yeah, tremendous hatred. They tremendous must. Hatred. Tremendous hatred. Speaking of that, does Virginia have a hate problem? According to... The country has a hate problem. The Virginia State Police, hate crimes have risen. I just don't believe this. I don't believe this. I think we have a cultural problem that deals with uh, lack of... You know, you don't have parents raising kids anymore. We definitely have a problem with that. But hate on the rise in Virginia. State police report a new 50% spike in hate crimes in the Commonwealth in 2016 to 2017. Racist hate crimes. Notice the time frame. Okay, 2016 to 2017. Perfect. And I'm not going to say anything about it because I'll get in trouble and be called a racist. But. No, we, we don't know the stats on that yet. I know the stats. I looked them up. 89% 89% of those are motivated by racial biases. Thank you. Only 89%. That's a small percentage. It's 89. See, this is... It could have been this like fits 99. In, let me tell you something. This fits the, the liberal accurate. mindset that America is racist. And you perpetuate that. Imagine telling a culture, telling people every day on the news, every day in the press, every day when you go find a microphone, every Democrat that finds a microphone, imagine telling them that there is racism in America and it's by the whites. That's exactly what's being told to us every single day. America's racist. You're a, you and are you attacked. know yourself that is dinosaur dung. Sure it is. It's garbage. 
America is not racist. There is not institutional racism. America has done an amazing job of being the best place on the planet that fights against racism and discrimination. But we're told by a group of people that it's just the opposite. And then we're told that they're the tolerant ones, that the Democrats and the radical left ones who look at America as racist are really the tolerant ones, except they prove themselves constantly that they're intolerant. Take this Philadelphia Eagles scenario at the White House. I don't understand this. Why wouldn't the Philadelphia Eagles come to the White House? If this was the other way around and you had the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl and they didn't come to Obama's White House because they disagree with his policies, could you imagine the outcry? Oh, oh my God. Then it'd be total. All oh, Philadelphia Eagles are a bunch of racists. But now it's perfectly fine. Our country likes to be lied to. We have a group of people in the press and in Democratic Party saying America's racist, that the president's racist, that it's okay to hate the president. It's not okay to honor the presidency, no matter who's in there. If I was on the Philadelphia Eagles and I won the Super Bowl and President Obama asked me to come to the White House, guess where I would go? And I disdain the Obama presidency. If disdain you were it. the owner of the Eagles and you told your team, hey, we're going to the White House, you're going, you're going to be respectful. Why can't leader you? Of this great Why can't you? And if you can't go and you just can't bring yourself to do it, you can take yourself to another training camp because you're no longer going to play for my team. Why can't you? What would happen if he said that? Why can't you as a football player recognize the president of the United States? Are you, you that been, political? Are you, you that been much hit in the head too many times? I mean, are you that much what? of a political hack that no, you can't not. swallow they're hard not enough? Political hacks for the most part. But they are if they don't go to the White House because of the president's Trump. That's they a must lot of, be. A lot of that's peer pressure. Un- unbelievable. And quite don't you frankly, believe that? Don't you believe a lot of I peer pressure? I do. I don't think they have anything to. You got one loudmouth punk on the team and he'll, bring, he'll get everyone together. Lined up. Exactly. Instead of the positive. Guys. We better line up with that. I don't agree. Punk because he's got a big mouth. I don't agree with everything Trump does. In fact, I don't the no, whole no, I don't either. The whole thing with Trump sometimes is so annoying, but if he said come to the White House, I don't have to agree with everything the president says to go honor the president of the United States and have him honor my team. They make this about them. The Eagles players who are not showing up are making it about them. It's not about them. It's about the team, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Super Bowl champion. It's not about Trump right. either. Exactly right. But somehow they painted have it any political connotation to it at whatsoever. All. Zero. The people who are making it political are the ones who don't want to go see Trump. And now the Washington I make a statement. The Washington Caps win the Stanley Cup. Okay. And now we have people on the Stanley on the Washington Nationals who say, I'm not gonna go if Obama invites us to the What is wrong with you? What is well, wrong? Seriously, well, if Obama what? Obama invited me today, but if Trump invited me, I would. Yes, you would. You would if go to Obama no matter- invited me today? Today? He's, He's not, not the president. president. I know. And you oh. said Obama. Oh, well, I meant Trump. I know what you meant, but I just thought I'd yeah. throw it out there. You don't know what it I mean. It was fun to you do. You never know what I mean. That's part of our problem. I, I don't know, know a lot of what you mean. And you miss it so much. It's very frustrating. You know, stock at refrigerator before you got out of town this week. No, you're not even. I've changed my, my keys. I know you did. That's why I bought a locksmith kit. You can't get in my house now. Want to bet? It's too late. I bet. bet. That's so true. You're such. You know what? I've never been able to keep you out. I just. In fact, I've given up on that whole thing. Good. I actually leave you notes now. Have you noticed? <laughs> Richard, when you clean up afterwards, please. <laughs> All right, coming up. If you'd make it easier for me to get in, I wouldn't have a problem with that. <laughs> Senator Mark Warner. 
He saved. He, you know what Senator Mark Warner does? He actually thinks it's his job to protect the cruelty to horses. Now, you may like the fact that we protect cruelty, but it's not Senator Mark Warner's job. That is next. And your phone calls 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait. That's a different show. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM. WNTW, The Answer. Four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW on this Friday afternoon on your drive home Friday 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 I'm sure James Madison was thinking of this when he penned the Constitution especially Article One Section Eight which leaves the exact written ideas of what the federal government should do one of them is make sure horses are taken care of one of it one. You know, for all these years, people ride horses and put spurs on. Now, yeah, Mark somebody's going to ride on my back. I don't want anybody jabbing a spiked wheel into my butt. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd probably go as fast as a horse. Did you ride horses, Tracy? I have never ridden horses. No, me either. Me either. Soaring. I rode one once. There's a, you know what soaring That's why is? why I still limp. Soaring is a way of uh, using a device to apply to the legs of a horse to make soaring. them. Soaring. Yeah, soaring. S-O-R-I-N-G. And it makes the horse kind of skip, and it's painful to the horse. So uh, so they prance like they're. Right. Like they're really, Like prancing, exactly. Like they're cocky. Right. Like you walk. Right. They, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Very funny. So Senator Mark Warner, Virginia Senator Mark Warner said, hey, you know what? This isn't right. And by golly, since you're the king up in the far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens, you can look across the entire United States of America and make a law against soaring of horses. Now, you may say, well, Scott, you're for it? No, I'm not necessarily for a device that hurts a horse. I'm not for that. But it's not the role of the federal government to implement it. It's the role of the states to do that. But Mark Warner and a Republican by the name of Mike Crapo of Idaho. Republican. I kid you not. His name's Crapo. It's now the Warner Crapo bill. Two P's or one. Which is phenomenal. One P. That's Crapo. Dang it. Sorry. I'm going to call it Crapo. Throwing it in there. Crapo. Okay. It's Crapo. We'll still call him Crapo. Yeah, we'll still call him Crapo. Mar- I'm sure War- everybody else does. The Warner Crapo bill is, uh, is one that's going to make it even harder to hurt a horse. Actually, it doesn't. There's already a law against this, but now it's going to take this from a misdemeanor to a felony. It's going to ban soaring devices and add... And muscle to the animal welfare inspections. So now animal welfare inspections will have more power. They'll have a better badge and they'll be able to, I guess, run in and Badges. take care of your horse. And so it's no longer a, a misdemeanor to use soaring. It is now a felony thanks to your Senator Mark Warner, who apparently had nothing else to soaring do. Soaring sounds like running them off a cliff. Maybe. And watching them soar down to the. So people are saying this is great. Rocky shores below. People are saying that good. Mark uh, Warner cares about horses in Virginia, and no, it's a national law now. But Mark Warner had nothing better to do as a king sitting in a far-off land trying to make rules for every single American across 50 states. When this is a state issue, the federal government has no business doing this. Do you have a book that tells you that this horse issue is a state issue? I'm just curious. It's called the Constitution, Bonehead. Oh. Oh. It's called the Constitution. Article 1, Section uh, 8. anyone oh. has the book called The Constitution Article Bonehead, 1, Section I'd 8. like to read it. Yes. I'll give it to you. Constitution Bonehead is the title. No. I'm sure it has The Bonehead was Scott reflected to front. you. 
the bonehead was rec- was uh, an adjective for you. The Constitution does you know not what? have a I'm bonehead. I'm going to get one of these devices and make you sore. What do you think? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the federal government does a lot of things it shouldn't be doing, including this. The National Institutes of Health has spent $347,000 to answer a study <laughs> that, <laughs> this, is un- this is unbelievable. It studies which birth controls are more sexually acceptable to women. They spent $347,000 to do this. Michigan, I'm sorry, University of Wisconsin-Madison has the honor of the study of your tax dollars to use this. $347,000. What did they give 347,000 women a dollar each to answer questions? It involves studying women who use birth control for a year to find which ones are more popular. For a year. Right. And we, they can't oh do this gosh. without a grant from the federal government. Thank goodness your doc, tax dollars at work. You know what these people call a grant? Free money. Yeah. That's what they call it. Free oh, sure money. We need some government free money. According to the grant, it says, quote, research from this program could ultimately be used to help match women with their method of birth control make their own that decisions. is most sexually acceptable. Yes, exactly. You mean to tell me women can't figure that out without a grant from us? This is why people so look at the insult. Fed- the people look at the federal government and go, this is, this is unbelievable. And by the way, it doesn't look like the $347,000 is the final tab. The research is slated to continue through 2021. And when oh. the research is over, you will know. Then we can tell all wow. the women. What which, a difference that'll make in everyone's life. Exactly. Think about it. What contraception would be most suitable for you sexually? What you prefer sexually? And the federal government. You like that word? You say it in every sentence. Which word? Federal? Sexually. In every Sexually sentence. Sexually federal government. It happens to match this here. I don't say it in every sentence. That hit me in the head. I'm happy for you. Your phone call is next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. The answer. Nothing like an ice cold bottle of water. To hydrate yourself. Is that what's in that bottle? I thought it was something different. Day. That's why you're acting. Or an ice cold bottle of vodka. Uh huh. Didn't know what you mean. I don't drink. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com. Keyword Lee Brothers. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. Three great videos there. One of which is uh, Language of Losers. Language of Losers. Scott's the instructor. You're unbelievable. <laughs> you can check it out. It's not me. 820 The Answer. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to the uh, Language of Losers, the ma- Magic of the Birth Canal, and the Black Card. All there. 820TheAnswer.com. All right, coming up. He's wearing a disguise. District 4, the race against Donald McKeachin. Race against G- time. GOP has a, a primary on Tuesday. We'll talk about that. And the and elections Donald. across the Commonwealth. And the Lee Brothers tell you who to vote for. These are important things. Coming up Tuesday, you're going to need to know what we tell you. Exactly. That is all dead ahead. And your phone calls 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. I was 
looking for. I couldn't find my microphone. No, seriously, I, I found it. So uh, Apple's new app blocks their own system. That's interesting. We'll discuss that. Kane, he beats all the Republicans in recent polls. All of them. We'll discuss that. And District 4 primary has two good candidates. Elections Tuesday. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Happy Friday to you. Happy we hope Friday. you have a wonderful weekend. We're going to have spring coming in tomorrow night. So, so. you need to party hardy in the morning. <laughs> nice. All right, we're up and running 454-1366 on your drive home. It is one more hour of the Lee Brothers before you vote on Tuesday. So we are going to help you. No, we know. We have it all. We have it all figured out. Well, not all of it, but for the most part, if you go the way we tell you, uh, then then the cause is freedom and liberty, and you're in the mold of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. And since we're doing radio like the Founding Fathers intended, they'd be sitting right here doing the same thing we're doing. So hey, you have a choice. You can either go down the path of some fake lying utopia that the left gives you, or you can embrace freedom and liberty and uh, go with reality. Because that, first of all, is, is uh, where we live. We don't live in this utopia. It's called socialism, fake utopia. It's not even real. All right, District 4 is where we actually are sitting. The studios is in District 4. Um, most people talk about District 7, where Congressman Bratt's going against us, the winner of the Ward or Spengberger uh, primary for the Democrats. But there is a primary to take on Donald McEachin, which I can't believe he's a congressman, of all people. Donald McKeachin is the congressman from District 4. He has uh, the primary on Tuesday is between uh, two great candidates, Ryan McAdams and Cheyenne Fenty. Cheyenne Fenty is on the phone with the Lee brothers right now. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi, Cheyenne. Hey, how you guys doing? We're Good. great. How are you? Doing awesome. Hey, Good. thanks, for, thanks for your time here. Appreciate you joining us. Um, of course. So we know Donald McEachin. He was in the General Assembly. He is a uh, pretty much a uh, big leftist. How do you see yourself up against a guy like Donald McEachin? I tell you what, like, obviously there's no comparison because our ideals are absolutely not the same. They do not line up at all. But I tell you what, from everything that we're hearing from everyone in the community, right now is a time of accountability. So people are saying over and over and over again, and they said it for years, that we keep voting in these people, thinking they're going to help us, but yet when they get there, they forget about us. This is a time for everyone to be held accountable and for the 4th District to be remembered and to be represented. So there's going to be some fiery stuff coming up. <laughs> coming up after this should I win the um, win the nomination and I hope that people come out to vote for me. Tell us about the issue that that got you into politics. What issue drives you? When you when you put your head on your pillow at night and you wake up in the morning, first thing you think of is, hey, this thing is what matters to my constituents. What do you think that is? A lack of opportunity and poverty. And I feel like people are not being educated or being empowered in this district to be everything that they were designed to be. When you're being used for a vote, all they care about, all they do is talk to you when it's time for voting, but then they ignore you the entire time. So last year when I went to a camp with my church, we were working with foster care kids. And when I, they came in the beginning of the week to the end of the week was a marked difference. They came in sorrowful, somber, scared. 
and they left enlightened and, and enjoyed. And so after that, I began to ask questions. What is going on with the educational system? What is going on with, um, with businesses? What is going on with their communities? And so when I was at a party and a friend of mine said, all these questions you're asking are really governmental questions, so you're going to have to go to those people. And so I was like, all right, let me at them. Let's just do this. And so they said, it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> so why don't you just run for Congress? And I tell you, after two and a half months of doing my due diligence and, and realizing that this position is one of great respect and one of influence, and I want to use my influence to make a difference in the communities where kids are underserved, where small businesses are not being protected, and where people are being used for their vote over and over and over again. And no matter how tough this race is, that is what keeps me going every single day, because if we don't do something now for the children of our future and for our businesses, what is going to happen in a few years? We're going to be looking down the pike at a failed system over and over and over again. This is the year to make a change. How do you classify yourself? If someone were to say, Cheyenne, what is your political persuasion? I mean, I know you're running on the Republican ticket to be the Republican, but what, what, how could you do that? How could you take that further? What is your political stance? That I'm a conservative from birth, <laughs> from birth to now. Everything that I believe in has to do with fiscal responsibility and personal freedom for everyone involved. Government should not be in every part of our lives. We need to be free to do the things that we feel like we're called to do. And that's what our founding fathers um, penned for us in the Constitution. That is what we need to live by. You know this is going to come up and people are going to say things, ask you about this, but you don't live in the district. Do you think that matters? Well, first of all, let's go back to the Constitution. The Constitution says that you do not have to live in the district. You have to live in the state or the commonwealth for five years. So constitutionally and legally, I'm free to run. But let us also be very clear. We were redistricted two years ago. Right. And so I was redistricted out two years ago. But I have lived in the district for 28 years. And other and my, my opposition was redistricted in only two years ago. So he's only been in here for two years. I know this district. I have family and from here and in Chesapeake. I know this place. This is my home. Yeah, McKeachin doesn't live in the district either. I mean, and I heard recently that he moved back in for, I mean, I just heard that from a report the other day. I don't really keep up with his whereabouts, but for a long time, he didn't live in the district. Right. I, I don't, to my knowledge today is that he doesn't, his, his address is outside the district, but I, I think it's, uh, I think it's going to come up with, without question. Did you take the, um, your, your policy and stance on guns? I noticed you didn't take the VCDL survey. At least I didn't see your name on it. Is, am I right on that? Yeah, that's a gross mistake by our, by our staff. We've been filling out so many, um, applications and reports and everything for us to have mis mistaken that one. That's, pretty messed up. But when it comes to the Second Amendment and gun rights, I support that 100%. There's two things that people do not understand, that the Second Amendment protects all of them, and it protects us from tyranny. And we have to support, defend, and protect the Second Amendment 100% of the time. And also, personally, people don't even know that the NRA, they were the ones who put guns into slaves' hands, with black people's hands, when the KKK were coming after them. They were there defending us and protecting us. And this is what I mean by educate and empower. When I shared that a few, a few days ago at a forum in Richmond, people were shocked and surprised. Then they started fact-checking, and they saw that was true. Right. So I absolutely support the Second Amendment. I will defend that <laughs> and protect that every single time, 100%. Cheyenne, how can people find out more about you? Uh, go to www.fentyforcongress.com or on my Facebook at fentyforcongress.com. Pretty simple, 
So I thank you guys so much for the opportunity, and I hope to see everyone at the polls awesome. on Tuesday, June 12th. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Cheyenne. Appreciate your time. That's Cheyenne Fenty. She is running in District 4 for the GOP ticket. All right, uh, your phone calls next. Actually, coming up next is Ryan McAdams, who is uh, in the primary against Cheyenne. That's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA 20 97.7 FM WNTW The Answer. Let's pull that uh, pull that line around right away. That's that sounds terrible. We're not circus clowns. Well, some say. You have a choice. It matters. Your votes count on Tuesday is you get the vote in the primary. In District 4, there is a race. Cheyenne Fenty against Ryan McAdams for Congress to take on Donald McEachin. And I am a huge fan of anyone against Donald McEachin. <laughs> I don't know who that is. But in this, time, in, in this case, we have real human beings with real uh, voices for the cause of freedom and liberty. One of them is on the phone with us right now, Ryan McAdams. Hey, Ryan. Hi, Scott. Hi, Richard. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Doing wonderful. Working hard and trying to get the vote out here for Tuesday. Real excited about it. Yeah, the, the good good deal. I, you know what? It's always good to have an election where you can you can get your ideas out. What what is Ryan who let me ask this question. Who is Ryan McAdams? I would say that I'm a servant. Um I've I've served the community my whole adult life. I've been a pastor, I've been a small business owner, I've been a social worker. I've been a family service coordinator in the city of Williamsburg. I've been the state director for the Virginia Prayer Caucus, working with legislators in Richmond. I, I care about this country. I love this country, and I have a heart for people. I'm one that, that my whole adult life I've been working and bringing solutions, listening to the people, trying to fix problems and bring solutions to their life, and that's what I want to do in Congress. Is it um, well, The things you just mentioned, all those things, how will you take – what you've learned there to Congress to, to, uh, to enact. I mean, what would you do? Well, I care about really a lot of the things that I hear in the fourth district. And I think all, all Americans care about number one, uh, I'm sick and tired of elected officials, career politicians up in Washington in Congress that are not, don't have the interests of the American people at hand. And, you know, we have one of those, I'm sure you feel the same, about Donald McEachin right, right now. You know, he doesn't even live in the district. Right. And he lives outside in the 7th District. In fact, I'm the only candidate in this race that actually lives in the district. So I don't even know uh, how that could even be legal, but it is. It's in the Constitution. It's, it's not unlawful to do that. But the people, I believe, right now are looking for voices that are going to be for them. And a lot of what we see in Congress are those that are out of touch. And I don't see how really you can even represent uh, the people of the fourth district, if you don't live in the district. And, um, so that to me, I've, I've heard throughout, uh, the district as I'm going, uh, you know, from Chesapeake to Richmond and everything in between is that people don't feel like they have representation right now. And so things that are important to them and it's important to me is the economy keeping, I mean, people are very much about what's happening. Business owners are booming, I want to continue. I think we can do more for small business owners. I right. think we can, we lowered the, the corporate tax. I think we can do more for small business owners and deregulating, getting more money into the pockets of Americans, getting the government out of the way of, of uh, small businesses and business. 
I care. Another thing that I care about is people's rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, you know, and there's a lot of Americans, including me, that feel that our rights are being threatened, whether that's our First Amendment rights, our, our rights for free, free speech, our rights for religious freedom, our Second Amendment rights, even our rights to privacy right. that is enshrined in the, in the Fourth uh, Amendment. So those are things that are important to me, obviously getting a health care solution that that is going to be affordable and actually caring for the American people. So those are the things that I want to fight for. So all the things you just mentioned are, are great things. You're running in a district that elected Donald McKeachin. I mean, That's right. can those things resonate with a with a uh, a constituent base that seems to think that government's the answer? Well, you know what, uh, it has changed. Obviously, the demographic uh, the demographic has changed. But I've we've done something that I think a, a lot of Republicans don't do is we're aggressively going after uh, those moderate Democrats, those independents that. I believe in a lot of ways, particularly moderate Democrats, uh, where they feel like the Democratic Party has left them. Right. Particularly, we have, I don't know if you know uh, Bishop Leon Benjamin. He's a surrogate for President Trump. He's on Fox News, Fox yep. Business a lot. He's yep. a part of our campaign. Good. He leads something called the Urban Development Coalition. We are aggressively going into the African-American community and telling them about what we're about, the conservative ideas that I believe are proving to be good for the African-American community. Most of the African-American community is very conservative socially. And, and along the social lines, the Democratic Party has completely left oh, them. And no. so we, we've found resonance with the African-American community. You know, a lot of people good. think that they're just going to pull the lever uh, for Democrat, but I don't think that's true. And, uh, you know, we were I was endorsed by the Frederick Douglass Foundation and they're going to be helping us out. Um, you know, once we get through the primary, they've endorsed me in this campaign. Oh, that's and that's great. Conservative uh, African-American group, uh, uh, Dean Nelson, he's with the Family Research Council. They're going to be working with us to reach out to the African-American community. And to me, that's a big piece. In addition to mobilizing the base, mobilizing conservatives, mobilizing those that, uh, that do want limited government and fiscal responsibility, which I'm all for, we need to reach out with conservative ideas and values to those that maybe have never heard it before. And so we're doing that aggressively. Ryan, how can uh, people learn more about you? Well, you can go to our website, Ryan McAdams for Congress.com. And you can also go over on Facebook page. We have a lot of content on Facebook page. In fact, just over the last few days, we've just been putting up uh, a lot of endorsements by elected officials that I've received. I'm so honored, you know, running for elected office for the first time. I've been tremendously honored by all of the elected officials that have come in support of me, including Senator Amanda Chase and in, in the Chesterfield area there, right. including Billy Davenport, including Delegate Riley Ingram, Delegate Brenda Pogge, the, the mayor of Chesapeake, the mayor of Colonial Heights and several GOP chairmen. So go to a Facebook page, go to our website and uh, check us out. And I just asked for their vote and their support this coming Tuesday on June 12th. Well, good luck, Ryan. Good luck on Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Appreciate you the luck, opportunity. Ryan. You bet. Thanks That's, for joining thank us. Thank you, Richard. That's Ryan McAdams. A truly great America. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. You know, you've heard me talking about Dose Guardian for a while now. I've got to tell you, when I was in the hospital, I was uh, in rather rough shape. I'm a pancreatic cancer survivor, diabetic. I've got a bad heart. I take a lot of pills. And my biggest fear in that hospital room was going home and having to manage all of those pill bottles. 
you know, four times a day, drag them all out, pick out the pills, figure out what, what which ones I have to take. Crazy. It, it, it truly is crazy. Trying to do that is is unbelievable. Dose Guardian is the coolest, slickest machine. If you could call it a machine, it's a device, really, that packages your meds so you don't have to do that. You can package a whole week in a very limited amount of time. You package all your pills, and then, you, then you're good to go. You're set. All you have to do is pick up morning, noon, night, whatever, however it works. And, and I've told you about this for a while, but I want to give a phone number. You can reach uh, their customer service number at 804-400-7500. That's 804-400-7500. Call that number right now, 804-400-7500. Mention the Lee Brothers. You can get a 20% discount on anything All right, they check, sell. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Language of losers. <laughs> no, it's a great video there, 820theanswer.com. Scott's the instructor. <laughs> Click on the Lee Brothers, language of losers. Develop the language. All right, coming up, more on the election. More what happens on Tuesday. We'll give you an update on that in your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 97.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM 820, 97.7 FM. The answer. Just after 535, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Capital of the Commonwealth. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My annoying, brothers sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Frustrating brother Richard sitting Lee. to my left. Thank you. It's Richard Thank Lee. It's annoying. All right, 454-1366. You're on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. How are you today? Hello, Mike. Hey, I'm doing well. Good. Yep. Outstanding. Hey, I. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you guys taking my question. Sure. Um, I, so I just listened to uh, Shylon's Empty and Ryan McAdams, um, and I've been kind of following uh, both their campaigns for a little while. And my question is kind of about um, Shylon's Empty. I, I actually wasn't sure if I get to ask her the question directly, but I was wondering. Um, I, I I read her page and. I didn't find anything on her page about her credentials or experience or specifically education or anything that showed she had a degree past high school. I was wondering if she did or if you guys knew that, um, especially since she has such a big focus on education. That's primarily what is on her page. If she didn't, I don't know, Mike, that's a good question. But if she didn't, would it bother you? Well, I think that... Um, it, it would a little bit if it's, if it's going to be one of her you know, major platform issues. But then also I think that uh, McEachin would basically clean house right. post primary. Now he might, he might use that as a as a wedge or a way to beat her up on it. Although I'm not sure that 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 would be a hurdle for me. And I'm not saying I'm endorsing her or or Ryan at all. I mean, I just want the GOP to be McEachin. But I mean, if she comes out and says, "Hey, I'm for school choice and 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 making education better with freedom. I mean, I don't care if she's got a you know kindergarten degree. That's a great policy to have. So I think the policy you know, might matter more than her education. I completely agree. With me? Yeah. Well, that's a first. You just gave me five dollars. Well, whatever it takes away. <laughs> Mike, anything else? Um, I mean, that's yeah. I guess a little bit. I think that if she's going to have a uh, position on education and influence policy, I, I would think that 
she would need more than, I guess, a kindergarten degree to really be effective at that. Well, actually, I think your, your, your constituents, the constituents would probably agree with you. Without question. So I think that's one of the things you can just look up and try to find out if she's, if what her background is and and what her experience is as far as education is concerned. Yeah, we we don't know. We don't have that information. No. Okay. But you have a choice on Tuesday. I trust you get out and vote, right? Oh, definitely. Yep. I'm a fourth district voter. I'm planning on it. Outstanding. Good. Thank you, Micah. Appreciate the call. 454 1366. 454 1366. Ryan McAdams and, uh, and, um, Cheyenne Fentley. That, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the that's the the choice that's, for you. That's on, the ticket on uh, December, on uh, District Four. So whoever is the candidate there will take on Donna McKeach. I think it's a big vote. Also coming up is the uh, Democrat primary in District Seven. Uh, Dan Ward versus Abigail Spanberger. I think is her name or Spanberger. Span- is it Spanberger? And yeah, I was wishing it was S P A M, but it's not. It's here's uh, here's Dan Ward's latest commercial touting him. I owe this country everything. So you're on a Democrat party who wants to change everything. Give That's the interesting. country everything. And if we all gave it everything, <laughs> That's right. the country would have everything. I'm sorry. We'll start sorry. out Sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. I owe this country everything. That's why I served as a Marine and as a military advisor to President Obama's State Department. All right, you stop right there. You served Obama? Okay, I figured a it out. A military advisor? I thought he was shutting the military down. Yeah, he was trying to awful hard. I mean, that's just the way that goes. But more, more on Dan Ward. Here he is. So I know something about dictators who tell you what you want to hear, yeah, he worked use for one. you, and leave you with nothing. Exactly. What does that, that mean? Sense. He worked for one. What do you mean you know things about dictators? As by the way, the he commercial for Obama. The so com- he knew a thing to her about that. But the commercial shows Trump in the background. All right, continue. Oh, Dan. really? That's why I'll make standing up to Donald Trump my top priority. It breaks my heart to see America lost in a drift. It is? It's lost in a drift? Have you seen the numbers? Lost in a drift. Everything is turning around, Dan. I, I think somebody needs to I wonder if Dan, bring that to your attention, pal. I mean... Hey, Dan, in the commercial, do you mention you want to raise taxes? Do you mention that? Let's see. Beats and threats aren't going to provide affordable health care or create good jobs. Send but higher taxes will. I will. My name's Dan Ward, and I approve this message. All right, Dan. Good luck. Arthur, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, guys. Arthur, hang on to just a second. Uh, Arthur, turn your radio down, please. Okay. Got some down. feedback. Is this better? Uh, it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, I was listening earlier to uh, Sean Finty and also Ryan McAdams. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but all over, you know, Facebook and, and, and YouTube, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Fenty has has been making some some pretty uh, interesting statements that myself as a black conservative I, I find uh, reprehensible to be honest with you. Uh, she was in the Chesapeake uh, GOP uh, debating Ryan about two weeks ago, and on YouTube she clearly points to Ryan McAdams and says the district has changed, and two or three years ago that would have been a great candidate. And she's really dismissing him because of the color of his skin. And she literally says, and if you know, right. you can pick this up in the Virginian pilot, the Virginian pilot, the headline says it all, that race becomes an issue. So she makes race an issue wow. uh, and dismisses him for the color of his skin as opposed to the content of his, of his character. Right. It's not going to bode well for her on that, Tuesday. Ex- exactly. And, and to assume that I, as a black person, uh, would vote for her just because of her skin color. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm, 
I'm, that's that's almost infuriating to me. Well, it should be. Um, it should be. I mean, that is infuriating. No matter who uses it on which party to assume that is massively infuriating. It always bothers me when people do that. Now, I'm not sure of the, of the of the validity of that. I don't have any idea. This is just you telling us, which is fine. Not that I don't believe what you're telling me, but um, people need to investigate that and find out if that's accurate. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's on Facebook. I'd be more than happy to send you the link myself. Uh, their, their whole speech is on Facebook. Um, the whole debate is. And, uh, and it's not the first time. She literally looks over at him and says, you know, um, we need to have a candidate that McEachin can't look at and say he's a racist immediately. Again, um, her her entire mantra that night was just filled with this kind of stuff. And to be honest, I don't understand how people abide that. Yeah. Well, good. You have a choice on Tuesday. Thanks, Arthur. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Arthur. By, by the way, McEachin yes, will make anyone out to be a racist. I mean, it doesn't matter. what. I mean, you could actually be an African-American and he'd probably call you a racist if you're on the Republican ticket, which is always seems a bit odd to me. Um, you have a choice on Tuesday. You know, we had a couple callers already talk about which one they choose. I suggest you just dig into this and find out which candidate is, is more in line with your views. And if that's why we have primaries, that's exactly what Tuesday is all about. I mean, if you don't get out and vote on Tuesday, then whoever the Republican nominee is, you can't really complain about, but Tuesday, you have an opportunity to vote across all kinds of districts. I mean, you've got District 4 choice for the for the GOP to go against McEachin. And in District 7, you've got a Democrat choice to go against David Bratt. And those two have both said they want to raise your taxes. Now, if you're just going to vote on your simple economic pocketbook, you can't possibly think Ward or Spanberger would be, would be a good choice in District 7. Now, they're fighting over probably who's going to be the most leftist. You just heard Dan Ward's comments here on his commercial. So you have a choice there, but... You Either also, way, they're both going to raise taxes if they can. They're going to support a tax are. increase. You're exactly right. So uh, the other primary is the U.S. Senate seat. E.W. Jackson, Corey Stewart, Nick Freitas. Uh, what, what, a, what a challenge there you have for, for those three in the, in the primary race. The Lee brothers don't typically endorse during the primary, not prepared to do one here. Roanoke. College poll finds that Tim Kaine would lead all three and, and win, according to the Roanoke College poll, which doesn't mean anything when you don't have a candidate. You just put name recognition out there. You know, of course, Tim Kaine would, would win. But I tell you, I, I've listened to all three of the candidates from the GOP. Tim Kaine is not going to get away with just three debates. Any three of these guys, whether E.W. Jackson, Nick Freitas, or Cora Stewart, are going to want to go at him toe-to-toe, not just in three debates, Tim Kaine. You think you're, you're, you know, oh, I'm agreeing to three debates. Well, uh, these guys are going to want more than three, and they deserve more than three. And your, your reputation and your uh, background and your uh, voting history needs to be on stage. I just pray that the people watching the debates pay attention to the debate and pay attention to the actual question and the actual answer, and they don't sit there and play bobblehead with their head bouncing up and down every time Timmy opens his mouth. His, yeah, exactly. And it's it's frustrating to already have people thinking that Tim Kaine is going to win no matter what happens. But these three that guys... Is, that is frustrating. These three guys... We, he doesn't I, need to be there. Right, I agree. So you have a choice on Tuesday. I would suggest you study up and you vote on Tuesday for uh, your candidate in the GOP U.S. Senate seat. All right, coming up, more of your phone calls, 454-1366. 
454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. The word that comes to mind is lifesaver. Absolutely. Look, I, I couldn't I, agree more. I compl- I think this thing is unbelievable. And this is one of the reasons why, you know, you and I were talking about it at the break. This Dose Guardian, dose-guardian.com is an unbelievable machine. And I don't, I can't relate to it other than watching you, my brother, go through this. It takes 17 medications a day. Well, uh, no, it's actually 22. Oh, it is? It's jumped. It's 22. You're a mess. You know, we were in the hospital. We talked about this. My biggest fear was coming home and having to manage all those different pills. Your fear. I could Nobody never, could do I'd it. never keep up with all those bottles. <laughs> you can't. Especially but now you. I don't have to. I have the bottles lined up right beside my device. I package my pills up once a week. Was I this thing invented for up. you? <laughs> I, I th- you know, if it wasn't, it should have been. Right. Because this is awesome. It's perfect. And, and, and right now you can find out more information by calling their direct line at 804-400-7500. That's 804-400-7500. And uh, mentioned the Lee Brothers, receive a 20% discount on it, on anything you buy. But check them out at dose-guardian.com and then give them a call, 804-400-7500. You know, here's the deal. I mean, I don't, I don't even think it's about personal a lot of times. A lot of times it's personal like you. It hits you personally. But people have parents. I mean, here's Absolutely. another thing. Here's something else. Here's something else I was thinking about on this thing. Um, even if you're a workout fanatic and you take all these these uh, vitamins vitamins package this your thing, vitamins. you can package your vitamins I, I took i used to take vitamins like crazy and then i realized that you know nothing can help me i'm beyond help but you, if, if you if you take this handful of vitamins i was like this is incredible i gotta put each one on my hand but the dose guardian would allow me to just package them right now put them in my bag and off we go Absolutely. that's phenomenal if you're going awesome on a system. trip Three or four well, days, five idea. days. Exactly. Vacation. And you have to take just enough pills for right. that trip. You package them, take them in their package. Look, here's the point, folks. Go check this thing out. It's legitimate, and it's uh, it helps people in all kinds of ways. Dose-Guardian.com. And, and the Lee 80, Brothers. 804-400-7500. Mention the Lee Brothers and receive a 20% discount. 20. That you see, amazing you know, discount. First of all, Apple is not a uh, company that I'm very fond of. No, they're, they're not. And I'll tell you why. It's not because their technology isn't good, because their technology is phenomenal. I'm not a fan of them because, honestly, it drives me insane what they've done to families across. I mean, you give them an iPhone, they're done. These things, I'm holding one in my hand, visual, is a gateway to hell. Mm-hmm. I say it with, you know, compassion. And but Apple has now has, they recognize this, which is interesting. Imagine a company coming out and saying, hey, our, our, our equipment... You need to put it down from time to time. Imagine Apple doing that. They have a new smartphone app that allows parents to place limits on how long their children can actually use selected apps. Exactly. It's called Screen Time, and it will send parent uh, reports to how much children are using a particular app like Netflix or Snapchat. Or it gives you the ability to lock it, lock that phone down at a certain time too, does it not? It does, apparently. It's so very, Apple, very cool. Apple recognizes... They're a dirtbag. No, I'm kidding. They actually recognize that they shouldn't be using their product as much as anyone else either. Well, that's what's crazy. Ben, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, happy to be on there. How's everything going today? It's going great. How about with you? Oh, can't complain. It's uh, not raining, so I'm pretty happy about that. We still got some sun in the area, right? That's outstanding, yes. I uh, love hey, it. Hey, I wanted to... I wanted to call in. Uh, I'm the grassroots director with Americans for Prosperity. Virginia. Oh, I know oh we're very about nice. The primaries. 
Yeah, uh, we were. Um, we've done something unique that we've never actually done in our net, in the history of our network as far back as you know. You can think when Tim Phillips was riding around Virginia with that hot air balloon, calling out the EPA for overregulation. And uh, we've actually endorsed Nick Freitas in the primary, and that's that's very unique for us. Right. So Americans uh, for Prosperity have endorsed. I guess Rand Paul's coming to town tomorrow to help him do that also. Yeah, yeah, he'll be uh, highlighting Nick's record. And, you know, when people are out considering things, you know, they're going to consider a lot of reasons. Why should I vote one way or the other? You know, and, and I'm a bivocational pastor, and what I tell everybody is you can tell what someone's likely to do in the future based on what they've done in the past. And we can see, you know, based on Nick's record, of if you vote on economic freedom issues where uh, trusting the individual and not the government to, to direct the course of your life, every single bill we've had in the legislature he has voted. He's voted in uh, uh, well on those issues. Every right. single one of them, whether it's uh, occupational licensing, whether it's red tape reduction. It, it, if he said absolutely nothing, if he didn't have a tongue, his record would speak for himself. And that's some of the most important things I think people can ever take away. So um, we've waded into that. We have never done that before in the history of our network. And, so you think uh, it's that important? Be- you think Nick Freitas is that important to win? Yeah, yeah, it is. So, where can people find out, Ben, about uh, Americans for Prosperity? You go to americansforprosperity.org. That's americansforprosperity.org. Click on the Virginia State chapter, and you can you can get involved. You can help. We're about advancing the individual's rights. We're not about advancing the government. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. That's phenomenal. Is that even is that even cool, cool today? I don't even know if that's even in fashion. I like it. Uh, yeah, I do too, Ben. Thank you for uh, calling us. Give us an update. Appreciate it. No worries, brother. Y'all behave yourself. Bye-bye. Yeah, no, you too. You. you rock, Ben. We behave He's ourselves. an honorary Lee brother. How can we behave ourselves? And a truly great American. Yeah, he, he is indeed. Thanks, Ben. Good stuff. Hey, you have a choice on Tuesday. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers on AM 820, 97.7 FM, WNTW. And that's a wrap. And it's a medication wrap, wrapped by oh, Dose Guardian my. at 400-7500. Aren't you creative? A dash, a Dose Guardian wrap. It's a Dose Guardian wrap. It wraps wrap. your medication. Yes, So it's it not a food wrap I mean, this time? it's amazing. It is truly amazing. It is. You've got to check this out online at dose-guardian.com. Call them direct at 804-400-7500. And check us out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you to our page. The language of losers, you'll love it. The magic of the birth canal and, of course, the black card. All at 820theanswer. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly to our page. Some crazy stuff on there. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. And we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 97.7. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.